Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. Season 4, Episode 11. I know it's been a little while since we've done an episode. Some people were out of town. But now, you were NFL season's coming. So, CJ, what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking NFL. I mean, it's it's the AFC division previews. I mean, it, yeah. it makes all the sense. I do want to apologize for me being out of town okay. for two weeks. I did have a wedding mm-hmm. that I was at. Congratulations again, CJ and Hallie, on Congrats. your nuptials. Congrats. And me being at a wedding with Secret Service. Hey. Kind of crazy, but again, AFC Division previews, all four divisions. We're going to pick who wins it, who loses it, ceilings, floors, who's going to, who, for you betting fanatics, who do yeah. you go over, who do you go under, all that and more on this episode of the Sports GBS. Let's get into it. Welcome back. Jumping right into the AFC East. We're going east, north, south, west. And they're all going to be their own separate segments. So we're starting with the east first. Uh, You know, Parker, go ahead and give your rundown on the east. All right. I'm taking the Bills. The Jets are the sexy pick because you have Aaron Rodgers, Dalvin Cook. And while the Jets are in the mix, there's no doubt about it. Give me Josh Allen and the Bills. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I just – I know – I know Josh Allen like had some some warts last year a little bit, right. but I like the run game better. They still have a good defense with Von Miller, Tre'Davious White. I think I think, and it's I know a lot of people are probably thinking this, but I think Josh Allen's going to have an MVP caliber season. Yeah, I mean he he's usually a roller coaster ride, so I'll give you that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I don't if, hate it. But if James Cook can like really establish the run game, mm-hmm. I don't need Josh Allen leading us in rushing. No. Which we've talked about. We don't. If if your quarterback is leading you in rushing, that's bad. He better be Michael Vick. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, with Atlanta when it happened. Right. Right. All right. So I'm going to give you mine. Uh, this division could come down very easily to the final week of the season. Mm-hmm. You have Buffalo at Miami, and then the Jets at New England are the Week 18 matchups. Call me crazy, but <laughs> I have a feeling that Buffalo, Miami, and New York all come into those games at 10 and six. Mm-hmm. And the Jets have the tiebreaker over Miami, and Buffalo has the tiebreaker over both of them. This leads to Buffalo having a win and in scenario, Miami needing a win and a Jets loss, and the Jetsness needing a win and a Buffalo loss. Everything makes sense. They get the Buffalo loss, as in the Jets. Mm-hmm. Buffalo loses to Miami, but they can't exercise their demons versus the Pats, and the Dolphins win the division at 11 and 6. The Bills make the wild card, and the Jets lose. Mm. Uh, out on a wild card, even though they tie the Bills because they lose on tiebreakers to whoever. I know. I know. It's crazy. I'm taking the Dolphins, but I'm also praying for a healthy two of Tonga this year. <laughs> That's key. That's I mean, Because that... if, if that doesn't happen, this, this entire scenario that I've, <laughs> that I've played out will not, happen. will not happen. Right. Uh, but I'm going to take Miami, shockingly enough. Now, if this game, if this final game was Miami at Buffalo... Mm-hmm. This is a totally different scenario in my head. For some odd reason, it always comes down to Week 18. NFL likes to make this happen, yeah, and that's the reason why I'm picking Miami. However, we do have the over/under totals, and we have Parker and I's personal 
floor, and ceiling for each team. Let's go ahead and run down the list. I've got Buffalo as a floor of 9-8. and eight. I don't think they're any worse than 9-8. and eight, But their ceiling is 13-4. and four. Now, I, I'm... I know, I know. I just <laughs> said that I don't think that they... Yeah, but like this is a ceiling and a floor scenario. Right, right. As worse they could be, as high as they could be. Uh, they are also, right now on FanDuel, uh, 10.5 is their line for their over-under win total. Oh, that's tough. I am going to take the under. That's me personally. I'm taking the under. I'm going to take the over slightly. Yeah, like, it, 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 they're, uh, like in I, my I, like, head, they're an 11 to 10 yeah, win team. G- give me 11 wins for Buffalo. And it's just tough. But, yeah, yeah I mean, I'll give you that. But their they're, ceiling is 13 and 4. I, I would take the under because of my scenario. Right. Uh, but I'm also not betting this line. This line's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I would. Uh, Miami is 9.5. Their floor in Parker and I's head is also 9 and 8, but their ceiling's 12 and 5. They don't have as much volatility yeah. in them. Um, I would take the over. Taking the under because I think they're a 10 11 win team. Uh, Parker's taking the under, doesn't believe in Tua staying healthy, and again, yeah, that all depends I mean, on Tua staying healthy. Yeah, Tua needs to stay healthy because when he is, him and Tyreek Hill they have they have connection, and uh, we know how special that offense is when Tua is healthy, right? I'm gonna say they're a nine win team. That's fair, that's fair, and again. We have them at a a nine and eight is their floor. So Parker yeah. has them closer to yep. the floor, but there's not much volatility in Miami to be clear. Yeah, uh, New England, uh, their line according to FanDuel right now is seven and a half hmm. for their win total. They're a floor at five and twelve, and their ceiling's nine and eight. They're they are so mediocre in their life, and and it 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 didn't even like dawn on me how mediocre they were until they signed Ezekiel Elliott the other day. Yeah, Baker. I love you. Give me the under. Yeah, I, yeah. There's a part of me that would take the under for New England. Yeah, it's just a, it's a better bet. It's a safer bet. Mm-hmm. And then the Jets last. I think their floor is seven and They're ten. They're tough. They're they are such a roll because it all depends on how well Aaron Rodgers. Plays. Yeah. Because I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers, Dalvin Cook. Uh, is it is it Gabriel Wilson? Yeah, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I knew it's her. Yeah, he? something like that. Gabriel Davis is with. The there Bears. you go. Um. Yeah, and, and we know how good he is in the they've playoffs. Got, they've got the defending rookie. Of the year on both sides of the ball. Uh-huh. So I'm not sitting here saying that the Jets, not, but it literally comes down to how well Aaron Rodgers plays. Right. Their floor is seven and ten. Their ceiling's twelve and five. I don't see him any worse than seven ten. Any better than twelve and five. So trust me, when I understand that the Dolphins being my pick this year is crazy town, <laughs> but I for some odd reason it's just not going to flow through Buffalo. Now, if Tua gets hurt, it's Buffalo's division to lose. Mm-hmm. But be I'm praying on a healthy two, and that's the only reason I'm taking it. So, nine and a half Jets, are you taking the over or the under? Oh, gosh. I'm taking the over because in my scenario, they're 10 and 6 going into the last week, and they lose. Yeah, I'm taking the over as well. So, yeah, I mean, so for for us, we're, we're split on the Bills, and we're split on the Dolphins for mm-hmm. the over. And we're both taking the under for New England, yeah. and we're both taking the over for the Jets. Yeah. I'm not touching any of these lines, to be clear. I wouldn't either. I'm not. None of these lines scream to me like, oh. It's the safest bet right. in the world. I don't take any of these. As lines. much as I like Buffalo, I also don't have as much confidence as some other teams in other divisions. Yeah. Because it's just like, I know what they can be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because we saw the offense, it was kind of hit or miss right. in moments. And uh, I think it's all dependent upon James Cook. It's all dependent upon the run game. Right. Because we know it, we know they have a good aerial attack. Well, and we know we know this too. We know that the Dolphins, it all depends on Tua. We know the Bills, it depends on James Cook, and can he get rolling? 
And the Jets, it all depends on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And then the Patriots, it all depends <laughs> on how bad Mac Jones is. Yeah. So, uh-huh. I mean, honestly, like, you, you can go all over the place, but... But they have Zeke Elliott. You, you stop. <laughs> I'm that, kidding. That man is literally playing on the weakest contract of his life because that's the only thing he could sign. But yeah. he's still getting paid from Dallas, so it doesn't matter! Right, exactly. Anyway. So, I've got the Dolphins, you've got the Bills. When we return, we're jumping to the AFC North. I think there's a little bit more intrigue mm-hmm. when we return. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. We're heading to the AFC North. We have uh, some family ties here that, uh, you know, depending on who we pick, it could be a cold night, cold night in the house. Yeah, it could be. But, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a very good division except one team. Yeah. I, well, to tell you the truth, even that even that team is is good. Yeah, they have some talent. It's just they're, they are the most volatile team. And for those who have not figured out which team we're talking about, we're talking about the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, they're the most volatile team. Now, according to FanDuel, and we're going to do this a little different. I'm going to give you the, the win totals before we get into the division. But mm-hmm. According to FanDuel, they have Pittsburgh losing this division because they have – Pittsburgh's over under is eight and a half wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore is at ten and a half. Cleveland nine and a half. Cincinnati eleven and a half. So they have Cincinnati winning with Baltimore coming in second. Cleveland coming in third, and Pittsburgh coming in fourth. I, I'm not saying that's wrong. Yeah, but it is like Pittsburgh and Cleveland are the two most volatile yeah. teams in the entire division. So yeah, I could swing heavy for either team. Either team. Either team. And so the the safe bets are. Baltimore and Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So let's just go ahead and, and jump into it. I want to give you my division breakdown. This division is the Bengals to lose or the Lamar Jack. I mean, the Ravens to win. <laughs> yeah. uh, if Lamar can stay healthy, I believe they can upset the Bengals for the division. But to, Lamar has to be upright for 17 games and play to his 2019 MVP level. And that way he will earn, I put that in quotes, mm-hmm. his contract. Because he's getting it regardless. But that way he will have earned it. However, I do believe this division comes down to the Battle of Ohio in Week 18. And the only reason I say that is because there's one team that will have something to play for him. It's the Bengals at home. I believe they get it done and end up winning the division. However, if they do lose that Battle of Ohio to Cleveland, because Cleveland wants to play upset or maybe be playing for a wild card spot, uh, it could get a little dicey, and then the Ravens could get in yeah. as that spot. But I-, I truly believe it's the Bengals to lose, and the Battle of Ohio of Week 18 will go the Bengals' way, and they win the division. I'm going to take the upset, the upset pick. And this is a big upset compared to when you look at the over-unders. Mm-hmm. Give me Pittsburgh. Okay. I I like Kenny Pickett. I like second half last year. He really improved. I like their defense. Now, look, a lot of this is health. Like, mm-hmm. they don't have as much depth as you'd like. Right. But like, T.J. Watt, difference maker. Mm-hmm. Minka Fitzpatrick, very good as a Pittsburgh Steeler. I like the the trajectory traject trajectory. There we go. Wow. Of the offense mm-hmm. uh, with Pickett, Najee Harris. I I, I like George this. Pickens. Yeah, George Pickens. You you think Deontay Johnson gets into the end zone at least once this year? Yeah. Considering he didn't find yeah. the end zone. I'm gonna I'm gonna say at least once. At least, at once. least once. It's the safest bet ever. Yeah. So. I know this is this is definitely an upset pick based off of the over-unders and just the division itself, but give me Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, as far as our floor and ceiling goes, uh, we have Pittsburgh's floor at 6-11. and 11. 
We have their ceiling at twelve and five. It's a very yeah. volatile team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Baltimore's floor at eight and nine. I really don't think even even if Lamar gets hurt, they're they're still living in mediocrity yeah. because of yeah. that defense and because of Mark Andrews and they have Odell Beckham now. So mm-hmm. uh, they live in mediocrity. Their floor is eight and nine, but their ceiling is thirteen and four. They yeah. could be a very very good team. They, they have a relatively favorable schedule and things kind of line up well for them. So Baltimore, if if Lamar gets hot and is that MVP again? Thirteen and four is definitely in possibility here. Uh, Cleveland, their floor is five and twelve. In <laughs> and, and, and the reason why we say that is, yes, they have weapons. They have Chubb. They have David Njoku if they can use him right. They have Deshaun Watson on a second year. He actually has to earn his money this year. Right. Uh, they they have uh, Amari Cooper. So it's not like they don't have pieces, but it's it's one of those the, the Browns are going to Brown. <laughs> Yeah. It's like the Mets metten. Yeah, the Browns they, somehow, some right. way, they just figure out how to Brown. Yeah. So that's their their floor is like 5 an, and 12. Like Very an, injury, an injury to Deshaun Watson or Nick Chubb, they're done. Well, and yet there's some there's some talk about their, uh, their rookie fifth-round quarterback they drafted out of UCLA this year could possibly start over Deshaun. Get, <laughs> Get out of here. That's not happening. However, I'm not sitting here saying that it's not a possibility that he could – be good right you know and and you know maybe a little bit later be okay however that's not yeah i'm not not picking that to happen to be clear and then the Bengals, uh eight and nine is their floor it's all about joe burrow and uh their their ceilings 14 and three like they could very easily go 14 and three Mm -hmm. and run away with this division yeah Uh, but i don't obviously i don't see that happening I, I like their over for their win total at 11.5. I got them as a 12-win team. Yeah, me too. Uh, I like Baltimore in the under for their 10.5. I got them as a 10-win team. I like Pittsburgh's over at 8.5. I truly think like they're a 10-win team. Uh, Cleveland at 9.5 is the only scary pick. I kind of got them in a 9-win team, so I really don't love the over-under in that scenario. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't touch the over-unders here if I was betting. Um Pittsburgh, I'm taking the over. I mean, I have them as a division winner. Baltimore, ten and a half. Give me the gun to your head. Who you pick? Over or under? I'm gonna I'm gonna say over. Okay. Uh, Cleveland, nine and a half. Give me the under. Okay. Cincinnati, eleven and a half. Give me the over. Okay. All right. Because I th- I think Pitt- I think Pittsburgh could win twelve games. Yeah. No. And 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 that's I I I think that's as most as they could go. So that's yeah. That's fair. So, all right. So you have the Steelers in this division. I have the Bengals in this yeah, division. Yeah, go, go, going a little different here. Going a little different. I get it. Because because I, I could I could easily. I love the Bengals, and I think Joe Burrow is healthy. But he is. He's going to start week one. But like according to all reports, if if he let's just say he doesn't play, mm-hmm. like he gets hurt, whatever it may be, do they have the the depth and other positions to still be a playoff team? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I they have arguably the best wide receiver trio. Oh yeah. In the league, so yeah, I, I think they're okay. Still think they're that good. So. All right. All right. Well, when we return, we go to Parker's division, Woo! the AFC South, and they're going yeah. south for the winter. It's pretty yeah, bad. it's fair. But we'll jump into it when we return. Welcome back. Getting into the AFC South now, the poverty division of all the NFL. <laughs> yep. To be 
pretty blunt. That's very fair. Um, let's let's go ahead and just jump into the win totals, and it'll tell you how poverty stricken this division is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jacksonville's over under is at nine and a half. I think that's a safe bet for the over to be clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Houston is six and a half, as well as Indianapolis at six and a half as well, and then Tennessee at seven and a half. Yeah. Um. But there's a there's a lot of low and not a lot yeah. of high in this division. Are you are you taking the under for Houston and Indianapolis at I, six and a half? Yes. Yeah. Because I think they're five win teams. Yeah. However, I mean they could be decent. We'll get into that in a minute. Here. Of course, five win team that that's a win for my Colts. Well, yeah, that's a win for you. Yeah. Uh, but let's just go ahead and jump into it. Uh, my preview for the AFC South is uh, the AFC South is in shambles. Yeah. Just like it was last year. And it might be worse if anyone could believe that. Uh, Jacksonville wins it by default as the rest of the divisions are yeah. starting uh, rookie quarterback head coach tandems mm-hmm. in C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans in Houston and Anthony Richardson, Shane Steichen in Indianapolis. Or the AARP member, <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, with very little in the way of weapons to speak of, minus Derrick Henry. Now, I know you can sit here and say, oh, but C.J., they just got DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> they have Traylon Burks. Questionable. Like, you know, yeah. it's it's not it's not the best. Yeah. Um however, the latter of those, aka the Tennessee Titans, uh have the best chance for any type of parody, but Trevor Lawrence and company with Dougie P at the helm get the job done. This is Jacksonville Jaguars to win the AFC South. Yeah. I mean I'm w i am I mean I picked Jacksonville as well. I mean, I want to give Tennessee a little love just because I like their head coach, Vrabel. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Tannehill, like, are you really betting on Tannehill to lead you to the promised land? No, right. you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, rookie quarterback, head coach tandems. I, I'm pumped for my Colts that Anthony Richardson's a starter, and I think Shane Steichen's going to be great. But it's not for this year. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're rebuilding, and I'm, I'm not afraid to say that. They're trying to rebuild. I think Houston is as well, and I think both teams got really good quarterbacks, and they, I think they got head coaching right. But this is Jags' division to, to lose. Yeah, and I, right. I think, again, Trevor Lawrence is the, the he, classic quarterback. Yeah, he's ready to take off. And it's the, you know, it's it has always been a quarterback-driven league. So it's it's kind of Jacksonville's to to lose here. I don't I don't really see any fight from anybody else. Do it's you go- do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a top ten quarterback? Yes, because okay. I think he is already. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I mean I, I I'm with you. I'm well, with you. We'll discuss that on a later episode. However, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's jump into the floor and the ceiling. We have Jacksonville's floor at seven and ten. We have their ceiling at eleven and six. <laughs> they're not gonna, uh, you know, bust the doors down. They're not right. gonna. They're not gonna. You know be terrible they're pretty mediocre at nine and a half i have them as the over because i think they're a 10 win team uh but don't be surprised if they win this division at seven and ten and have a first round exit in the playoffs uh houston's floor is could you imagine if the division winner was seven and ten well i mean we've already had that once right essentially seven and nine with seattle and then they they beat the saints at home so it's just funny looking at our floor and ceilings and just like imagine if the floor was correct for every team, and the winner was Jacksonville seven and ten. Yeah, because Houston and Nate, we both have them three and fourteen as a as a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we have Houston at nine and eight as their ceiling, yeah. and and India is eight and nine, and Woo! that's just because we believe in C.J. Stroud just slightly more slightly than Anthony more. Richardson. Yeah, and then Tennessee, we have them as four and thirteen as their floor, but yeah. their their ceiling is not an eight. Like right, 
Like and again, but nine and eight could win this division. Oh yeah, I doubt it, but it could. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not going to be a lot of sunshine and daisies for the AFC South. So Tennessee seven and a half. Are you taking the over or the under? I'm taking the under. Yeah, this they're a six and eleven team yeah. for me. That's just how I feel about them. I think Jacksonville's the over at a 10-11, as I've stated before. Yeah. And then Houston and Indy, like, they could be really good, really bad. I, yeah. I think I'm taking the under on both of them because I think they're both five-win teams. Yeah. I'm taking the over for Jacksonville, 9.5. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the under for Houston and Indianapolis at 6.5. And, and I'm taking the over slightly for Tennessee. I'm gonna take, I think they're an eight-win team. Okay, that's fair. I'm not not disagreeing fully with you. Like, that's yeah. The, yeah, the one I that mean, I it's... don't feel confident. Like, if I have the most confidence in any – team for an over-under scenario. I think it's under for Indianapolis. Yeah. So. That's fair. You know, just something to think about. I will say, uh, training camp preseason, there's some young guys for Indy that I'm kind of excited about, but does that mean anything this year now? Yeah, and if you guys, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, they just I'm, came out saying I'm he's... I'm trading him. Yeah, he's he's able to go seek a trade, and, yeah. and he needs to get traded. And, and as soon not... as he gets traded, then the Colts... Uh, over under probably goes to five and a half to be. But fair. hey, they have Kenyon Drake. Sure. <laughs> like I'm not saying Kenyon Drake is bad. I'm I just saying I, like yeah, compared he's not a lead back. He's not a three down back. Yeah. He's I mean, a look, change of pace back. Like I like Jonathan Taylor, and I had thoughts like, oh, this guy's like our running back for the next decade. But if he doesn't want to be here, get him out of here. Yeah. I, that's my thought on any sport, any player. You don't want to be there. Get out of here. Yeah. See you. Yeah. Adios. I mean, unfortunately, like, probably the most we can get is a second-round pick for him. I'm not saying that's nothing, but, like... Uh, pretty good. Yeah. And especially Chris Bauer with a second-round pick. Thank you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to be here. We're, uh, Jim Mercer has pretty plainly said he's not going to pay you, at least yet. Right. Uh, He's not going to pay you ahead of your contract. So, yeah, I mean, just... Cut cut ties and move on. Get to stepping. Get to stepping. Yeah. All right. Well, when we return, we have the last division, the AFC West. Last but not least. Yeah, definitely not least because we just touched the least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the AFC West when we return. Welcome back to Sports GPS. Our last division, the AFC. It's definitely not the worst division. We just went over that. Yep. Uh, AFC West, CJ. Who you got? All right. Uh, I mean, we both know. We, we, we both know. But I, yeah. I might as well say my – I prepared my speech. Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're going to say, but CJ, defending Super Bowl champions, always have a hard time getting back. Yeah, but that's to the Super Bowl and not to the playoffs. Yeah. 12 of the last 20 defending Super Bowl champions have made the playoffs, mm-hmm. and the easiest way to get there is through the division title. Uh, the Chiefs only really have competition from Herbert and company. Uh, but they'll come up short with a Week 18 matchup at home. Uh, Kansas City wins this division, almost going away. I feel like, yeah. Uh, and it, you know, like you'll you know when you know and you see the greatness of Patrick Mahomes. Now, yeah. again, this all is predicated on Patrick Mahomes being healthy, just like every division. Well, really, yeah. like when you have an every really, team when you have an elite quarterback like the Chiefs do. But when the over under is eleven and a half. For a team that's the defending Super Bowl champions, and the nearest competitors nine and a half, according to sports books, yeah, you, you tend to bed the team that has an eleven and a half win total. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking the Chiefs. Same here. I mean, 
basically everything you just said, I agree with. I mean, we're Herbert guys, so we we love the Chargers' chances, and Justin Herbert got paid this right. offseason. But I, I just think they're the class of this division. They're actually the class of the AFC. Mm-hmm. So give me the Chiefs running away. Yeah. I mean, they outside of Cincinnati, they have been the team in or winning the Super Bowl for three of the last four years. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I I did this. Throw this out. I, I, I said yeah. that 12 of the last 20 have made the playoffs. Um, so it's both. The Super Bowl winner and Super Bowl loser have the same percentage to get back to the playoffs um, at 60% over the last 20 years, 12 of 8. Um, however, uh, four of the last 16 winners have made it back to the Super Bowl. And only one of 19 losers has made it back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Of course, the one that you know made it back as a loser ended up winning the Super Bowl the next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is New England in uh, 2019, yeah, 2018 they, season. They had a good run. Yeah, yeah, they had a great run. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're a... If you're a Patriots fan and you're living through this mediocrity known as Mac Jones right now, you now know how it feels to be a fan of any other team in the <laughs> NFL. Correct. Sucking up Buttercup. Yeah. It stinks. Um, I mean, that's why, like, for me, as a Colts fan, I'm not, like, just down in the dumps because, like, we had Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, and then we started this, you know, cascade of just every old quarterback ever. And then we just drafted our franchise, right? So I'm I'm okay waiting, yeah. Because we Colts Colts fans, we had it good, yeah, for like right. over a decade. Now, now did New England best us most years? Yeah, they did. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, so. there, there was there was plenty of year where is it is it Tom Brady or Peyton Manning? Yeah, and Manning would usually always win the regular season, and for some odd reason, Tom Brady would always win the post. Yeah, but hey, man, there's a couple there's a couple Indianapolis is yeah. in here. I will say when I walked into CJ's house today and I, I get into the, the pod room and <laughs> CJ's working on this and it didn't take a while. Like it was so hard, but it was like, look at the work that I do for the podcast. I know. I and know. I, I was proud of you. Normally, of you. normally Parker is the one that's more prepared, <laughs> but today actually it's the opposite today. I won up to Parker. I yes, had, I had, I had scripts for each division. Uh huh. Hey, uh, I will. I'll give. I'll pat myself on the back. I at least started the notes. You did start the notes. I'm proud of you. But yeah, you 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 wrote more than me. <laughs> I, I gave you one division that I'm like, you know what? <laughs> he gave me a division just like CJ. This is what you should do. <laughs> and I went, yes, sir, Parker, <laughs> and rattled off the other, the yeah. total four. But I went AFC East, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm winging it. I'm winging it. He pulled me this. He pulled me this podcast. And to be fair, a lot of what you wrote, I agreed with. I'm like, why, why do I need to repeat yeah, that? Yeah, you don't, don't need to. Yeah, <laughs> don't need to change it up. <laughs> yeah, it's too easy. Yeah. All right, so we both have the Chiefs in the AFC West. So uh, to wrap this, uh, oh well, we have to give the over unders, the over unders, and stuff like that. So uh, the Chiefs, as I've already stated, eleven and a half. Uh, their floor is nine and eight. Their ceiling is fifteen and two. They could yeah. very easily. They could even run the table. I don't think they will. Yeah, you, you it's, always, it's hard to predict. They that. have four really, really difficult games on their schedule. So we said they'll probably lose two and win two. Yeah, uh, as their ceiling, they could lose all four. To be clear, but yeah. they uh, they have four really, really tough games. So we said there's no way they win more than two of those. 
Uh, so well, I mean, and they could, and then have a downer somewhere else too. Hence the fifteen to two. Right. Uh, let's go elsewhere. Let's go to the Raiders in Vegas. Uh, they're over under six and a half. This is the bottom of the division. Uh, their floor is four and thirteen. Their max is nine and eight. It's Jimmy Garoppolo, a quarterback. You're not yeah. really, you know, looking for a lot of things. They also have a relatively decently hard schedule because every team in there. Yeah. Division is going to be good. I mean, I like Jacobs and Adams, but like you do have a new quarterback. It's Jimmy G. Their defense isn't anything to write home about outside right. of Max Crosby. Six and a half. I, I think I'm going to go the under. Yeah, I'll take the under, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if they go over. But I, Only because I think the here. other three teams, I think there's something to be set for all three of those teams. Right. Like exactly. Kansas City, 11 and a half over. You're, I'm taking. I'm sure you're taking the over. Mm-hmm. Chargers nine and a half. Give me the over. Yeah, I'm taking the over there. Their their floors eight and nine. They're too good. Yeah. They've got a lot of weapons. Denver's um, the Denver's the team that I'm I'm kind of back and forth. That's the wild card. Yeah, they're, eight and a half. That's tough. Seven. They're six and eleven is their floor. Twelve and five is their ceiling. I could definitely see them being eight nine team, but I also could see them be a twelve win team. Well, yeah, and, and and it goes back to what I was saying last year with uh, Russell Wilson playing complete garbage, and I truly believe it's because he was putting up this, you know, facade or whatever uh-huh. of I, I'm playing the best I can, but he really wanted Nathaniel Hackett out. Yeah. So as soon as he got Nathaniel Hackett out, he started playing a little bit better. They've got weapons there that, you know, he can – he could do some damage. And that, Sean Payne's your head coach. Right. And that that That's the difference. Yeah. Right? That oh, yeah. He actually has respect for the guy who's holding holding the, the call sheet, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Denver, Denver's scary. Uh, Los Angeles is scary. The Raiders are just <laughs> pathetic. And that's yeah. really what it comes down to. Yeah. All right, so let's just give a really quick recap. I've got the Dolphins in the east, the Bengals in the north, the Chargers and the Chiefs in the south and the west. I uh, got the Bills, I got the Steelers, I got the Jags, and I got the Chiefs. So we got two differences and two samesies. Yep. I want, you know, I want to be – look, am I feeling great about my Steelers pick? Hmm, not really. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate it, but I'm kind of like oh. – Am I feeling great about my Dolphins pick? No, but that's because I – can't trust Tua to not be laying on the field looking like the Grim Reaper. <laughs> Correct. So, you know, it's scary. Yeah. But and anyone who thinks that they just know who's going to win every division and whatever in the NFL, you're you're stupid. Yeah. Because sure. it's it's so uh, there's always an unknown. However, I, an unknown. I do have a bet for every division winner. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. It's five bucks to win three grand. What hey, are you going to do, right? You know, hey. if it hits, it hits. I know. Uh, I don't know the guy's complete parlay, but like he was like it was it was baseball, and he was like this close to winning a mill. Oh, oh no no I know it. Yeah, the guy had a ten leg parlay, four of which no five of which were performance doubles. Yeah, so essentially he had a fifteen leg parlay, and he hit every single one except for the Yankees to win, and they blew. Oh a yeah, they blew it to lead. the Marlins. Yeah, a four run lead to the Marlins. He bet ten dollars to win nine hundred and fifty five thousand dollars. And the only thing he missed was the Yankees not holding on to a four-run lead. Which he had until they blew it. In the ninth. Yeah. uh, I would quit betting. I'd I'd quit betting. Yeah. However, I would have also hedged the bet because you got to think the Marlins are probably like plus 1,000 at that point. Yeah. Throw 200 to win two grand. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, 
That's not a hair dryer. Yeah. I had I, to bring it up. Though. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. No, no, I get it. I get it. 100% I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you didn't see that on Bleacher Report, that's probably the worst bad beat of all time. Mm-hmm. However. All right. Well, that finishes up the AFC Division Preview. Uh, the next time you hear from us, it will be the NFC Divisional Preview, mm-hmm. uh, where we go over all four divisions just like tonight, who wins, ceilings, floors, wins, loss, totals, who we got, who we betting, everything. Because we're crazy, and that's yeah. what we do here at the Sports GPS. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on all the socials at the Sports GPS. Twitter, which is now X. <laughs> Thank you, Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You can find Parker and I yeah. there. We post everything there as well. Right. So hit us up on the socials. Let us know what you think. And uh, maybe we'll bring you on. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's possible. Not yeah. saying it's plausible, but it's possible. It's possible. You never know. Because I know we're, we're discussing creating a YouTube channel mm-hmm. where you can find content from us on YouTube, yep. which has become very popular. It has. Um, but you can find us, like CJ said, at the Sports GPS, X, <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, TikTok, and uh, yeah. I mean, we'd love to hear from you. We we were we were relatively active during the MLB trade deadline, right. and and you know, we're trying to be more active with our with our listeners. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, don't don't be afraid to reach out to us. Yeah, don't be a stranger. Come find us. Yeah. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up for Season 4, Episode 11. For all of us here at the Sports GPS, Parker White, CJ Holly. thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.